Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Mojo Market Report right here on a Monday. It's a brand new week. Here at Shop Studios, it is Dave Sturchio, it is Chris Gucci, and of course, it is A5, Anthony behind the glass. Like I said, coming to you live here from Shop Studios in Matawan, New Jersey. Hope everybody's doing good. Hope everybody enjoyed the weekend. A lot of stuff went down this weekend. I don't know if you realize this, how much significance of a sporting weekend it turned out to be. Uh, minus the All-Star Game. We'll get into the All-Star Game in a second because there's a lot of money to be made. I, for one... Cashed on one liquid prop, also lost my arse on another one because, you know, I, I had all the all the uh, the confidence in the world in one John Morant who went for six points. Uh, we'll get into all that. But I got to ask you, you know, I, I know the NFL is done and we're talking about the NFL around the league in a little bit. But any shot you watched any of this XFL action over the weekend? Come on. Be no, honest. Dave. Never. Come not on. one second. No. no. Come I did on. see that Ben DiNucci fumbled at the goal line. He did. He did. It felt like yeah, old times. I time. did see that. I did, <laughs> did see that. It felt like old times. Old Dallas Cowboy. So I'm asking Mojo now nicely, kindly. There's not a lot of players. Let's get some XFL action here on the Mojo market. All right? Settle let, let, down, Dave. First of all, A.J. McCarron lacing it will be on an NFL roster by springtime. Mark that Do you right want to bet now. on that? No, I don't. Um, but I do want to say it was a feel-good moment to see McCarron go out there and lace it. Um, a, gr- a couple of the rules that I really like, I mean, I don't know about you, do you did, have you seen or know about the kickoff rule? No. Okay, so the kickoff rule is as follows. The kicker will kick from his normal spot, I believe the 35-yard line, right, from opposing 35-yard line. The other side of the field. It could bounce off the wall or something? No, that's, that's arena. Um <laughs> You got the wrong league. Um, there's the the uh, the receiving line, and ten yards apart from them is the kickoff team. But they're down the field already. They're at the thirty, right? The kickoff happens as soon as the guy catches it. They go like they they go at they they had head to head. It avoids the thirty five like fifty yard sprint dash of just complete head on collisions. It actually starts it. It starts it. Um, ESPN just you know just play. Um, it starts it without the the massive lead up that avoids a little injury, or at least a little bit of risk of an injury. Um, cool. I don't. I'm going to preemptively answer all your XFL questions with a no. <laughs> I do not know about it, and um, I, hmm. I'm down. Teach me. I'm. I'm Did okay you know that there's a three point conversion? There's one point, two points, three points, now, and there's no kicks. Is this owned by Rock and Jock? Uh, what is it, the Rock and Jock? It's just The Rock. Is it MTV? <laughs> it's just The is Rock. Is MTV? And, uh, Do Dave they have Garcia. a 100-point touchdown, too, if you score from, no, like, the— No, 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 You know, the quarterback rolls back 50 yards, stands no, out no, no, a circle. No, no, But the three-point play is pretty cool. All right, so the two-point— uh, The one-point is from the three, I believe. The two-point is from the five. And the three-point is one play from the ten. So it's just like if you get it, you get a three-pointer. It's pretty dope. I, I like it. I mean, also, <laughs> these rules are just compiling on, and I understand there's no relevance whatsoever to the Mojo market because of the fact we don't have this yet. Um, is There's another uh, – there was a really cool – oh, the, the onside kick rule. So your team is down, right? So instead of – you can opt for two things if you're down. If you score and you're down by, I don't know, five with – Eight seconds to go. Instead of an onside kick, in lieu of an onside kick, you get to run a fourth and 15 play from your own 25. 
If you don't get it, the other team gets the ball right there. If you get it, you can t- continue your drive. Cool? No. Oh, wow. <laughs> a tough crowd here at Shop Studios this morning like, as I said. Is call. it cool? In the moment, it's probably cool, but I feel like it, it takes away. You, you talk about. I saw a team converting <laughs> and win. Okay, fair. Now, we're talking about um, how, like, the regular season in certain sports don't mean anything because they're so long and boring. Well, and this then, is a like, 10-game season. Every game is so pivotal here in the except for Except for, like, the, the game where you get a five-point lead, right, and then the other team gets the ball back after scoring a touchdown just because there's a rule that says, hey, you could keep the ball here. You just got to convert a play. A play? Fourth and 15? That's not that's, – that's a low percentage play. I, I just think the XFL. I don't like it. The original I, I, I XFL. would be nauseous if they decided to put that into the NFL. Well, I was I'd just be gonna like, say I'm the original so XFL sure I could really deal has, with this has taken a few things from the original. Like the NFL has taken things from the original XFL, the sky cam, the interviews on the sidelines. Which, by the way, I still think they need to dial that back. I mean, they're talking to guys right off after a touchdown. Like he's like, what, do you, what what's going through your mind on that play? And you're like, well, I just need you know, I just need to score. I'm gonna have to <laughs> take like, your word for it. I I also think they should dial that back. Give it a give it a chance. Thursday night is week two start. Give it a shot. Put it on the old tube and see if you're like, oh, you know. But listen, they they're, they're labeling this. The Rock has labeled this as the 54th man. Meaning Wait, like so this, this is, is the, the Rock te- thing. Yeah, I don't really like The Rock. How do you not like The Rock? I have a better question. How could you possibly like The Rock? He's so point? inspirational. Oh my god. Businessman, entrepreneur. He's got his own tequila. I think Rock was a really good wrestler. I think everything else after that he's bad at. No, you don't like any Rock movies? I didn't say I didn't like any of his movies. I don't well, think then he's, he's an actor. That's after wrestling. But, but I also, I don't like certain musicians, but I think that they have good songs. But I don't like them. I don't like The Rock. Wow. I don't. I think The Rock is slightly overbearing. Listen, Dwayne, all right. Um, this opinion of this show is only one man. You still want to hire a guy to do your, but, uh, but, you know, play by play. But there's been times throughout The Rock's career where I've really liked The Rock. Like I don't. I'm not a wrestling guy, but Nation the of Rock, Domination. But days. The Rock was the man <laughs> when it came to the eyebrow and the. It doesn't matter. Like that's The Rock that I care about. The new Rock. He's like 61. He's in better shape than me. I'm not buying it. And enough is enough with the movies. Like think for every good, good thing movie, he's all natural, too. For every good God. movie he has, how many bad ones are there? 10. The Tooth Fairy. 20. The Game Plan. That's really it. There's two. Two bad movies. Everything else is great. He's in 400 movies this month. Scorpion King you wasn't think, all that good. You think 398 of them are good? They're all top five. Anyway. Yeah. That's the XFL. Had himself a day. Now, look, we did talk. Uh, there is a special episode on our playlist right now on the Mojo Market uh, playlist on YouTube. We talked to our boy Doug Gazarian of ESPN last week. He had mentioned he would say golf would be a a, a cool sport to add the Mojo. And then I watched I watched John Rahm <laughs> take care of business over the weekend. He gets himself a dub. So, again, that's something to consider. And then uh, did, you, did you watch the Daytona 500? <laughs> away from everything huh jesus christmas wait i didn't even know this you didn't even know that daytona is the week after the super bowl no i didn't every year i didn't even know that that they still raced oh my god 500 oh my god i'm kidding of course i knew they still raced it i had no idea i had no idea that it was yesterday though yeah it was until until now and uh i can't tell you who won it (laughs) 
But I will say, I know Joey Logano did not win it. Heavy action within our boys, the sauce, and like that. Heavy action. So look, Mojo, guys. I, I, know, I, I know you just that's lost. That's why I NBA. said I know Joey Logano didn't win it <laughs> right. because I know that they had Joey Logano in in all of their bets. And right. so do that they was do NASCAR. Trifectas? Do they do trifectas in NASCAR? I have no idea. Oh. What are they? Horses? I thought you were a NASCAR guy. No, I'm, 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 I'm not. I don't know if it's because they're horses it or it's because they're racing. And there's a first, second, and third. I think that's the criteria for a trifecta. Doesn't you don't have to be a horse. I don't have a horse in the race. <laughs> I was talking to the horse here. What is that, bro? Half baked. Mm. Good movie. My mom took me out of that movie. It was the only movie I've ever been removed it's from. Funny, my dad brought me to see that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Different upbringings here at uh, Chop Studios, and of course on the Mojo Marker Report. I guess we should get into some of the tests at hand uh, last night. Liquid prop bets with the NBA All-Star Game. Now, we both chose our teams the other day. Apparently, from what I've heard, I got dusted in the draft. But it, the more I look at it, I'm just going to pull up the draft from the other day. Uh, is Who had Tatum? Who had Tatum? Me. Damn, you did have Tatum? He was like my fourth pick. <laughs> Damn, dude. you had. T- All right, so you would have probably won. <laughs> If like you stacked all the scores together between the guys that we drafted on Friday, I think you would have wiped. Yeah, John the floor Moran with me. really, really. <laughs> My team was so bad. You took a dump. <laughs> John Moran. All right, so I will say that this is the results. I think Giannis scored the first two points. Didn't play the rest of the game. He, he came didn't. out. He came out, tapped out, said, "I'm good." And there's a lot of people that are ticked off about it. About Why? Oh, because of bets. Bets. But I mean, if you followed the week, hey, you, you know that he's, he's you, drafting you a team with a on, cast on You're going his over on Giannis on any of his totals. That's your fault. That's on you. Right. Hmm. I did like, I loved, tell me, remind me if this happened last year. Did they do the same thing last year as far as schoolyard picking like they did yesterday? Schoolyard picking, meaning like LeBron and Giannis were just standing at the podium and they were literally looking behind him, like I got John. Oh, wait, so you so you think I? Oh, you think it, I dude. know how they picked this? Uh, no. Do you have any idea? I would imagine nope, they did no it the exact same way. All right, cool. Well, anyway, like I gym, loved it. Gym class, they all have all the guys standing there, and they have to have a last. I pick. think the funniest moment was Giannis tried to pick John Morant as a reserve, and like. The entire broadcast was like, well, that's cool. Great pick. He's a starter, so you can't pick him here. He's like, oh. He's like, and then he goes back to his board. He's like, damn it. Like, that was his whole strategy. He was like down out the window. Um, I was surprised that Tatum went so high. And I was like, oh, all these players, Joker and, and Luca, all still on the board. And Jason Tatum was picked. And I was like, dumb. You know? 50 plus last night he sets an absolute record so he went over by a little bit um his over he's um 10 from 18 from three-point land so he went way over his mark scores 55 lebron his uh his liquid prop was three and a half threes he hits he goes one of five so another thing is it's very hard uh, to bet the liquid prop three points in the all-star game based on the way the game is played. These guys were shooting from half court all night just for, for, for S's yeah. and G's. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like there's just, I, I didn't really understand the rhyme or reason, but they're playing for charity, playing for money. And I understand that some of these guys are in it, but like they asked Joker who didn't do anything. He just said, this kind of game's not for me. Like this whole like schoolyard, no defense, just like letting people score. That's why I picked them. Oh, the personality? Yeah, yeah, it's like, if it goes down, if there's a fight, if these people all start to, if there's any beef on the court, if he rumbles, the Joker comes into play. Um, He's going to use his fouls properly. Kyrie Irving was picked by LeBron. 
it's an awkward moment. <laughs> All right. But um, Kyrie Irving was set at 3.7 on his uh, three points made. He went four from eight, uh, four of eight. So he slaps that. Jason Tatum, I talked about him. Dame time. Ready for this? His uh, 7.15 three-pointers made, he hits eight. So, bang, slams that at the very end. But also took 20 shots from three-point land. <laughs> he went eight of 20 from deep. So, uh, Dame time was looking for a lot. Ready for this? This is my favorite play of the night. Julius Randle, who obviously was drafted by Team LeBron. So, my, my heavy allegiance was with Team LeBron as a Knicks guy. He... um. His over-under was 14.9 points, rebounds, assists. The guy gets two boards, two assists, 11 points, slaps the over. Just like that. And I was like, well, that's that's fun. That's that's a nice nice little way to end your weekend if you slap the over on that one. You know how they gave him his points? You know how like, at the end of the game? Nah, he, was hitting like the, he dropped a couple of nice have, like one of the charity, like it'll be like a trainer will get a free basket. They did that to Julius Randle <laughs> at the end of the game. They were like, everyone clear just, out. Just take Let the shot. Let him get this rebound. If take he misses, the shot, Julius. So he's got, he's got two boards. Two assists. I wonder if they counted those as like two offensive rebounds after his miss. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Crashing the Julius Randle did great in the three point contest. He did. He did. No, uh, he wow. Did. did you see the dunk contest? Yeah. Oh, my God. What a star is born over there, man. Yeah, man. I did not expect that little well, man to well, get a that. Star up. is born. Whenever you win the dunk contest, you're remembered. Yeah. For... He signed a two way contract two days ago to, to even participate in the dunk contest. He was in the G League. Last week at the recording time of recording. So, do you show. think he gets a, a shot at the the title here? A shot at the, the like the B uh, sixer going forward? No, no, no. I think if they look, you want to sell a couple of tickets for warm ups. Maybe Mac McClung will, will throw down in the in the layup line. But I don't know that he's. <laughs> if you see him out there next to all those other guys, um, there's a size issue. And, yeah, and when it comes a, down I to mean, it, doesn't matter. You can dunk all you want, but you can't hitting defend. his head on the backboard. He's, he's, he has a tough time guarding other guards. The NBA guards now are like, you know, Chris Paul's. You know, I watched the highlight video the other day of White Chocolate. His, no, unbelievable. Kidding me? kidding me? Jason Williams was unbelievable. I'm chasing, I'm chasing a Jason Williams autographed jersey. Like I'm it's out there. The NBA breaks. That's one of the breaks. Hell yes, oh, it man. is. I, I hope you Hell get that yes, one. So John Morant, we talked about it. His. Um, I cashed out way early. <laughs> I was like, I lost money already, so I might as well just get out and try to reinvest. I'll tell you who I reinvested in a little bit. It's interesting where I went with my money on the Mojo Market, not in the NBA. Um, Donovan Mitchell, we talked about. Well, you didn't talk about him. He scores forty. He smashes his over. He was had. He was set at twenty two points over under. He far surprised, like just surpassed that uh, easy. Luca, it didn't seem like he cared much. I mean. Uh, is it? Are we headed down the the same road as the Pro Bowl, where it's like the 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 we're already there. But I'm saying like the ambiance is great. The intros are fun. The uh, everything was great. Shaq and Barkley were at each other's well, throats again. They had a hot mic, by the way, which was very interesting. This is this is to me, um, like there's no effort. This here. is what it should be. These is a okay. bunch of star players going to have fun. They earn the they earn the fun. They earn their chance. That to is go true. Have some fun. Everybody else wants these the guys to is, care. Come on, man. The issue what are you is talking about. It's right in the middle of the season, so if you do care and you don't th and you do throw some like effort, there's a chance you roll your ankle and you're well, out for the year. Which is exactly why they don't. Which is why maybe the All Star Game should be moved to the after the season. Um, what I about think, that? I think what it, the All Star Game is for is for the break. You get an All Star break. The guys get a break. Not if you get elected fans. to the All Star. Dude. And and honestly, the players love it because. It's for the most part, it is just for fun. You do win some money, et cetera. So getting named to the All Star team is cool. You get you get paid. 
It's a feather should the fans the cap- should, should the fans be stripped of their vote for the starters because it's like some of these starters are no, come on no. like they're all hurt like none I, of honestly it's what it is bro it's for the fans okay I, I think we should just keep it exactly how I'm not it is. trying to like wave my yeah, fist no, and like no, be I'm a saying, grump I'm saying about that it. Just, it, whatever they're going to do they should cater it towards what do the players want and what's going to make more money because this is business after all that's what they're going to do that's what they should do and if they're going to keep it in the middle of the season the lack of effort is telling and I'm I'm here for it I don't want anybody to get hurt in well that's why game. Giannis was out within a half of a blink of an eye like he went out there, made a layup. By the way, Giannis fouled. They and could, left. They, what would have been more exciting than watching the entire dunk contest outside of Mac McClung's dunks would have just been watching Giannis videotape everything. He was he was just a, he was a kid in the candy He's store. A child. He, he loved I love it. it. He loved it. You um, see Julius Randle's uh, son crying when he made he, no threes in the three point contest. <laughs> and he was like looking back. He's like, yo, it's for fun. <laughs> yeah, all, just, it I was Dame, Dame and somebody else from Messwood. They're like, yo, your kid's a wreck right now. <laughs> Because you stink. Go consult your your child there, Julius. Just save all the good threes and the clutch big baskets for the end of the year because the Knicks will be a playoff team when it's all said and done. So keep keep all that in your arsenal. Uh, but, yeah, so that's the NBA All-Star Randall game. cuts it to uh, the lead, the, the Hawks lead to 11. First of all, we just sparked the Hawks. I don't want to hear that crap. Yeah, that was easy. Easy money. Easy money. So now I'm going to go real quick just to check the schedule here. And it looks like, what's today? The 20th. Looks like we're going to get games on Tuesday. Tomorrow. Yeah, we're back tomorrow for the NBA. So definitely keep your eye on the prop best. They usually drop them around 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. So they're ready to go. We'll talk about the fallout. Well, that's actually tomorrow. So we'll talk about the preview of what we got tomorrow. Um, no, I'm lo- I'm so wrong. I'm beyond wrong. The games don't resume until Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> so this week will be very, very fun. All-star break. This is a break, indeed, because I think the last game was, is that seven days? Introducing Major League Baseball yes. props tomorrow. Oh, I can't wait to that. I mean, it's just something about the pop of the glove. That first pop of the glove you hear in spring training, you just get ready to go. So Carlos Rodon throwing some heat yeah. this weekend. Well, we need that. We need that so bad. Because I swear, if that pitching staff gets a gets any kind of injury, we're like so screwed. We're not no. deep. I'll tell you that right now. We're not deep in pitching. We're not. Um not deeper, not, th- deeper than most. I don't know. Okay. I, I, I don't like it. When we're when we're uh, we're not gonna have this conversation Oh, we will one day. Yeah. One day. Yeah. So I, anyway. I disagree about the depth of pitching. Okay. I guess we'll uh we'll see what happens when the when the season rolls around. We're talking about Severino's the four. The NFL. Guess what, guys? Can't get away from it because free agency right around the corner. So is the NFL Combine. So we're gonna get a lot of writings over there on Mojo.com about guys you keep your eye on. But around the league today, there is a couple things that kind of popped out over the weekend. Derek Carr, which we talked about at length last week, visited the Jets officially, wined and dined, went to the Olive Garden. Uh, no, I really don't know. <laughs> I have no idea where they went. Uh, but Derek Carr, I, I, I would love to be a fly on the wall just because I would love to hear what Woody Johnson and company have to say, the GM and everybody, saying, like, like are, are, is Joe Douglas out there saying, you are the guy we want here in New York to face in New York? Or are they saying, you are the guy we want in New York? Wait until what Rodgers does, and, and then you're definitely going to be the guy in New York. Is that how it's going on right now? Do you think they actually – Went into these meetings telling him he's option number two? No, I don't think that. I think that they go in there and they initially do what a lot of other business owners would do when they're when they're interviewing somebody. They ask him certain questions, you know, maybe throw a little bit of the offense at him, ask him certain things, um, and then say, okay, 
you know, we'll you let know, you know. <laughs> we know you talk to the Saints. We know that you're going to follow through this process and go talk to other teams. Caroline as well. is on the radar. Yeah. And I think with a guy like Carr, he's a professional. I think that you could be fairly transparent, and I think that'll go a long way. If I was an NFL GM, I would be honest. I'd be like, look, this is what it is. You got, you know, the situation. You know where we're at. You know, we have a guy out there in Aaron Rodgers, kind of waiting to see. Um, that's the first chip that we think is going to fall here. Um, or if you and your agent have other plans, let us know. Because if we have to move forward on you, then we have to have another conversation over here. What? And if- I think that Derek Carr would be like, okay, makes sense. You need to know what you're going to do as an organization. And if I'm going to be here, I would like to assist you in that process and let you know exactly how it's going to be. Because in two weeks, he could be a Jet. Whether or not anything is said, it does not matter. Put your GM hat on for a second. You're, you're Joe Douglas right now, right? <clears throat> Derek Carr calls you, says, thank you so much for the, for the great weekend, right? But the Saints just offered me a contract. Do you go nuts and say, oh, well, hold on. You know, like, yeah, well, don't know. I think there's, you know? Ris- there's risk assessment there. There's a lot of risk because I told you last week, and I've told a lot of Jets fans that I know, there's a realistic possibility that they miss out on everybody that they wanted I think, because they didn't act fast enough. I think enough. because of the fickle situation surrounding Aaron Rodgers, I don't know that it would be wise for any team that has realistic expectations if they were quarterback away to make some noise that they would risk losing out on said quarterback because it's a, it could ruin their franchise for two, three years. You have no idea how that's going to play out. Yeah, interesting. Um, now, to touch back a little bit on the point you were making about, um, you know, do they tell Derek Carr? Not just yet. It's so standard in the NFL for guys to get entered into a situation where they were not the number one option. It could go in two separate separate situations that I could think of out of the gate. And this is head coaching candidates where it could be the Broncos wanted um, this guy or that guy or the Cardinals were in on Sean Payton and they he was their first option. He gets hired by the Broncos. Now, if you're another head coach, are you going to be like, they didn't even want me? Or are you going to go get hired and... T- Take the opportunity because that's what it is at the end of the day. Yeah. It's a job. It's an opportunity. You're getting paid. You're making a point. Now, yeah. in other situations where you see a backup quarterback or a starting quarterback get his job taken or vice versa, maybe a starter keeps his job and the incumbent or the, the, the guy that's about to take over is probably better, but they go with the starter, right? And then midseason, they make a move. They weren't, you know, the backup isn't like, well, I'm not playing now. You didn't choose me before. It's like, no, now you get your opportunity. People are wrong all the time. It's just in free agency, you have to, you don't have the chance to, like, get both. Flip side of the coin, Raiders football, right? You would think the reason why they outright cut Derek Carr is because they think they're in a division with elite quarterback play that they don't have the elite quarterback to run with those other guys so they have to have a plan. They have to be suitors number one for Aaron Rodgers then. Because you cannot go into the season with Jared Stidham or Jimmy G or any of these guys that are going to become available because they're not elite. They're not Mahomes. They're not Herbert. They're not even Russ. Good Russ. You know what I'm saying? If Russ turns it around with Peyton, then you're literally whoa, in the backseat. I mean, where were we? Six months ago, I feel like they were in a good spot with Derek Carr. I don't think that anyone they played around the league. I don't think they anybody. Played the games yeah, like, oh, I don't know geez. about anybody around the league is thinking that that Derek Carr was the reason that the Raiders were not playing well this year. Their pass mm-hmm. rush disappeared. They had no secondary to speak of whatsoever. Um, their offensive line played really well. Derek Carr did turn it over a ton and specifically in big spots, but. The Raiders had a, t- a lot of tough losses early in the year. They did. They and like then when you're looking at the yeah, Derek Carr saga in Oakland, or Vegas and Oakland, because it's been both places, 
been everywhere. This guy dealt with coaching change Las after Vegas. coaching change, mm -hmm. right? They've had success with coaches. Let said coaches go to hire other coaches that did not jive with the system and the way Derek Carr has been doing things. And now I say Derek Carr has been doing things. He's been the one constant in for the Raiders. We just talked about the coaches revolving door. Look at the first-round picks that the Raiders have made in the last six years. Some of them have been brutal. There's no, I don't know that even one of them, outside of this year's first-rounder, is on the team still. Because Ruggs, from the year before, certainly is He's in jail. You know? And then we could go back. Alex Leatherwood. How many cuts have the Raiders made? Look at their defense. Every guy, their safety that they just... The Packers picked on Abraham. Yeah. Abrams or whatever, cut. What, pick, what round was he picked in? He was early. I don't know about first. Maybe second. He, he might have been first. But so, that was also Mike Mayock, and that guy looked like he had no okay, idea what he was okay, doing. Okay, so now we could sit here and say, who's this scapegoat? Who's the fall guy? After we just brought in this new regime, we were supposed to compete. We signed Devontae. We get all these guys in on defense. We get Chandler Jones. You know, Max Crosby is the man. What happens? Josh McDaniels is the I got a feeling that there's a whole new start coming into uh, Las Vegas, and it starts with Mark Davis shaving his head. Did you see that? Well, hey, listen, Aaron anything Rogers, is better than the Lloyd Rogers Christmas. Is the quarterback in Vegas, they're still not going to have any uh, pass rush, or, and they're still not going to be able to Yeah, but at least anybody. maybe in these shootouts, you might get a little something-something. I don't like it with him and reunited with Adams underneath the Renfro, Waller. When's the last time Rodgers had a tight end like that? It's been a, it's ever, you know? Um, Waller is more talented than any tight end that the Packers I'm, ever had. I'm not gonna, I, I don't think that Rodgers is going to go to the Raiders at this point. And wow. all of a sudden, I, he might. I'm just saying, I, I, just I don't, think, like I don't, think, that, I don't think that all of a sudden, no, you're, he might go to the Raiders. I'm right. saying that I don't think that the Raiders' offense is any better than any other offenses he played on. He had Devontae in his prime as Devontae's whole career, you know? Yeah, but. What? I think right now, on paper, on paper, not execution-wise, on paper, I think the Raiders might have a little bit of a better offense oh, if they execute. Fine, yeah, Devontae. Right. Right? And Renfro and Waller and Jacobs. And, uh, and well, Renfro is probably out. No. Yeah. What do you mean? Uh, we'll see. Um, but they are they are losing Mac Collins, so he was uh, something to say. One more thing before we get out of here. Daniel Jones of the New York Giants has decided to part ways with his current agency, move on to somebody else. I ask you, Chris, is he going to start to play hardball here, or is he just so tired of the garbage that the old agency might have provided, meaning like like he was like, I want to be a giant forever, right? And the guy's like, well, you know, you might want to try this this market here. And he's like, no, 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 I want the – like what, what went wrong for him to do this literally right before free agency starts – where he's got it, he's got to make a move. Yeah, I mean, career-wise, right, it's one, one or the other. Either he wants to be a giant, and his agent wants him to go talk to other teams, and he's kind of saying, you know, I kind of feel like this is the spot for me. And the agent's like, dude, no, you're costing us money. And he said, well, you know what? Actually, I'm not because you're out. And the other guy comes in, and he gets 10 percent of whatever Daniel Jones decides, right? And he's going to be happy. Um, or Daniel Jones wants to go somewhere else, which is the less likely situation I don't because. See it. I know an agent isn't going to be like, no, you know, like we should stick with the Giants. Like, you know, don't talk to any other teams. Daniel Jones is unrestricted. They didn't do. They, right. they can tag him, but they're not going to. Like forty million dollars. They're not going to because they got to use the tag on Saquon, possibly. Definitely. There's only one tag. You know what I mean? Saquon's so going like, to get tagged, and DJ might, gets the deal. Yeah, I said that week two. <laughs> week <laughs> right. three. I'm pretty sure you did. Um, I, I found it interesting. I don't think Daniel Jones has the 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 makeup to be like hardball like oh no you're gonna pay me this bro like i, I don't see that out of daniel the jones beauty, then again he's very quiet the beauty, knows. the beauty of the agent is that the player gets away from that 
that's literally the point of the And agent. that's exactly what guys like Dak Prescott and other people that I've seen in these negotiations have said. Anytime they're asked, they're like, that's not me. That's my agent. You can go talk to him. Like, I'm just trying to get – I'm just going to try to win a Super Bowl here. And the Giants are at least on the come up right now. And the Giants might be the best spot for Daniel Jones to proceed considering Brian Dayball, the system, everything. I think if the Giants are talking about publicly wanting to offer him 35, that means that he'll probably get between 35 and 40, which is about right. Which, which I told you, once he signs that deal for 35, if it's like that, he becomes the ninth highest paid quarterback in the league right now. Does he deserve that spot? Yes. I would say yes. 100%. I would say yes. 100%. I would, say, I would, I would confidently, He's confidently not, take Daniel Jones over Kirk Cousins right now. I would not. Confidently. I would, I would confidently I would take, him, take him I would take him over, over Kirk Cousins because of what he could do with his legs and because I don't see him being... As he progresses, I don't think him he's going to get worse than what Kirk Cousins is. But I think right now, Kirk Cousins is a slightly better quarterback. Kirk Cousins is is like he's hit his ceiling. He's hit his ceiling. You have the best receiver in football hit, on your team. He has you still hit can't his ceiling. Get over that hump. He hit his ceiling. I mean, I I don't know that Kirk Cousins is the reason why they're not getting over the hump. That defense was brutal. Brutal, this right? Year, correct. Right. If that's, they, that's if they had the number one defense in the NFL this year with Kirk Cousins. They you know, Kirk Cousins' contract isn't necessarily hurting the Vikings. Uh, it's a one-year thing, so they got to renegotiate. They got to get him another one. Kirk Cousins' contract is certainly—it's trust me—it's definitely not because when we're talking about quarterbacks making forty million, that's par for the course. Now it you is. Know? Yeah. Daniel Jones about to get paid, and I don't even think Cousins is making forty mil. He's, He's up there. He's absolutely up there. Uh, but that's the thing. Will he be up there? He's about to get another year from the Vikings. How how steep are the Vikings willing to go? So. Keep your eye on all this stuff as free agency goes down very, very soon. But you can also follow along with everything Mojo by heading on over to the social medias. And that is on Twitter, Instagram, and, of course, the TikTok. Uh, at Mojo, M-O-J-O, easy to find us. Discord, uh, you can find us over there. Daily conversation, rules, how to apply, how to, how to, how to really like do all these liquid prop bets. There's great information over there on the Instagram. Go check all that stuff out because that is how you make some money. Again, I made some money, lost some. I think I broke even yesterday in the All Star game, but I'll look more deeper into it as the uh, the season resumes. There's only like 30 games left, which is crazy because the, the All Star game in the NBA is completely like not in the middle of the season. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna dive into that. Free agency starting. We got a lot of things to talk about this week, so be sure to keep tabs on us. Like the video, subscribe to the channel, all that good stuff. So for Dave Sturchio, Chris Gucci, 8-5, Behind the Glass here at Chop Studios, this has indeed been another episode of the Mojo Market Report. See you back here tomorrow. Yes, yes.